0: Welcome to the Open Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christina Athena LeCari. On this show, you can expect powerful, life-changing codes and conversations to help you unlock your infinite potential in life, love, leadership, money, and business. But in my world, the manifestation isn't the point or the goal. It's the ecstatic byproduct of being who you are, doing what you love, and living in alignment with your soul. So what do you say? Are you ready to open up? Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the Open Up Podcast. (sighs) It is raining in LA. I think I said this on the previous podcast, um, (laughs) chatting with Eden, but it's been the most incredibly relaxing thing on the planet. I don't know if where you live... Uh, if it rains often, but it's very rare that it rains in LA and I am just having the time of my life continually in sweatpants, continually (laughs) watching Harry Potter, drinking tea, and I am just sending you this Delicious energy. (laughs) I hope wherever you are right now, you're ready to root yourself deep into your body to receive this episode because it's all about how to regulate your nervous system and create your life from a place of stillness, which, as you know, or if you don't know now, you do, can only happen in the body. So if you're moving about, if you're walking, if you're driving, maybe you're doing laundry or the dishes, that's all cool and fine and great. But I would definitely recommend that you come back to this episode when you're able to not just sit or lay down, but be very intentional about being still to receive not just the words of this conversation, but the frequency deeply in your body. And either way, you're going to want to come back to this episode again and again anyway. (laughs) I know this because I have been listening to it again and again. And this is one of my favorite things to do after I record a podcast, whether it's by myself, but especially in a conversation with someone else like I have here with Rachel. There's just so many golden nuggets and and information that comes through both of our channels in this collaboration that I didn't pick up on before, that maybe she didn't pick up on before. So I know you're going to receive so much from it and you are going to love it. So, as always, before we dive into the transmission, I wanna let you know about what's going on in my world. So, right now we've got the Unlocked Masterclass, which is a free training on how to stop blocking your soul's desires so you can crack into the massive impact, influence, and income you were made for with ease and absolute certainty. And as I'll mention in this conversation, this is the process that I personally use to help myself break free from the thoughts that are creating stress, fear, and suffering and honor and transcend the emotions that are slowing me down and holding me back so I can open up my energetic field to continually receive. So you are also going to love this. If you aren't inside already, get in. It's instant access. It's free. The link is in the show notes below. And that's it, love. So let's jump into the juice. Hello, beautiful Rachel. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) I didn't know I was going to open with a a personal song for you, but it just came out after looking at your face. (laughs) (laughs) Custom songs. I am so excited to chat with you. I know we've been back and forth getting this set up. So I feel really pumped to see what wants to come through today being the day that we're here riffing and vibing and jamming.
1: Yes, finally. So excited. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, of course. So, for everyone who doesn't know, which is everybody but Rachel and I, I <laughs> saw something. I don't even remember. Yes, I do. You did a reel on something about expanding and contracting. And I saw it on the Explore page. And I have never slid into anyone's DMs before, but I was like, hi, I love you. Will you come on my podcast? <laughs> so, here is the day. And we're going to jump into. Nervous system regulation, expanding your capacity, true healing, connecting to your body, all of the things. And, yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and anything you feel called to say. I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, a true bio or anything, but.
1: <laughs> love it. Yeah, see, I mean, every time I'm asked this, I swear, I give – a different answer because I'm like changing. So yes. rapidly. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. There's so many death and rebirths. That, who, who am I today? Let's see what comes <laughs> out. Um, yeah. Thank you. So hi, if you're listening to this, my name is Rachel Gippler and, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a coach, a teacher, a, a podcast host. My podcast is called it's fucking spiritual. And, um, and yeah i do lots of different things specifically with uh, i used to teach manifestation and i'd say still teach manifestation but from a much different lens as i went through my own healing journey this past year, um, really deep into somatic work, nervous system regulation work, breath work, getting into the body and creating what I'm now calling somatic manifestation, which is how Mm -hmm. do we manifest the life that we desire um, from a grounded, free, calm place that allows us to feel connected and alive. And that's essentially what I talk about and what I what I teach and what I help clients with, and um, and it's been really beautiful work. And gosh, I guess I could get a little bit into my story. Um, Do it, yeah. I'm like, what? What am I saying today? Um, <laughs> yeah, I I've had many different facets of my story, and and what I'll say is usually the way I start is my story really started when I was 16 years old. And there's been definite uh, major evolutions here. But uh, when I was 16, my life turned upside down and my father died in a freak accident. And it led me on this path, this like eight year downward spiral of like, I did everything under the sun, Wrong. (laughs) Because I was completely broken. I was completely numbed out. And I had no framework or belief for anything outside of myself. So I had no spiritual connection to the divine or something greater. So I just thought God and the universe just screwed me over by what had Ah. happened tragically in my life. Um, and I also had no connection to my body or to my true core essence or self, Um, or I did, but it was so drowned out. It was so, so deep down that I was, I was just numbing out with drugs and alcohol and abusive, was in an abusive relationship, was working 80 hours a week for someone else. When I got out of college, um, running on the hamster wheel in under the fluorescent lights, you know, just feeling like what, what is the point of living if we're all gonna climb the ladder, check boxes, and die? Right. <laughs> and so that was really my my rock bottom. I had an eight-year uh dark night of the soul. Whoa. In my early twenties, I myself was in a freak accident and it caused me to wake up to I do not want to live my life this way. And I actually Googled how to be happy, and that is how I oh. found. I know, isn't that? It's kind of so perfect because I'm like, if anybody doesn't know where to start, like literally, this is where I started. <laughs> so trust the unfolding process, I guess. Um, but yeah, I googled how to be happy. I found self development, and I dedicated my life to to changing my life and studying self development and um, mindset. And I kind of went through the front door of like affirmations, mindset, limiting belief work, like all these things, right? And, uh, that worked for a long time. I, I spent six years, um, dedicating my life to studying that eventually into spirituality and quantum physics. And I got into the more of the, um, yeah, the quantum ethereal realms and started creating a relationship with, um, with the universe and Mm -hmm. surrendering and trust and all of that. And it got me really, really far, um, Eventually, I, you know, I went off, I quit my job, I started my business, I started my podcast that blew up. And it's been, re- was such a beautiful journey, started taking on clients and coaching programs and all of that. And then I found myself in the middle of my vision board reality of everything that I wanted. I had the big house, I had um, the big launches that I wanted, I had the communities and the friend groups. And it was maybe like, it was two years ago that this this started I had a really big launch. I was in my my gorgeous home that was on my vision board and I was crying myself to sleep because I was stressed out, burnt out, didn't know, I didn't actually feel and couldn't really receive the, the blessings that I had called in. And mm-hmm. I, I couldn't feel it at all. And I realized that getting the stuff wasn't the ticket and manifesting the thing wasn't actually what I was after, but it was to feel connected and free and alive. And that led me now on a path of, Somatics and getting into the body and, and getting my body out of fight or flight because I traded one addiction for another. And mm. yeah, that's essentially the road that I've been on now for two years and it's completely transformed and changed my entire life. And it's been quite the journey and, and never ending. So here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love all of that. My arm hairs were like shooting up many, many times as you were speaking. And I had a similar experience of Um, my, everybody who's listening, who's listened to all the episodes are like, we know, but you don't know. So (laughs) I had a similar experience where, um, I started my business and it, it just took off so, so fast and got so huge in every way. And it was all from this really pure place of being connected to myself and my joy and my love for being alive. Like there was no, you know, I've never really been an affirmation visual vision board person. Like I've I've always kind of been like, that doesn't feel like anything to me. It's just like, it feels equivalent for like, you telling me to go outside and do a rain dance. I'm like, why? Like I was always aware that my reality was being created through my energy and who I was being, my relationship with life. But I got to the certain point of success and then my ego was like, ha 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 ha, now you are hooked. Now you are addicted. Now you're worried all the time, stressed. You need this. And so I went on a journey to, you know, really come back to my body as well and my relationship with this here and now of like, who am I beyond these notifications, beyond this money, beyond manifestations and to come into balance of it's actually possible to massively expand your life and still have the desire to do it without all of that stuff. Like you don't actually need to be unhappy, stressed, worried, attached, (laughs) controlling and making it all about the thing. But I feel like this is a revolutionary conversation from my perspective because I don't really feel like most people talk about that. I think the headline for most manifestation conversations are like, (laughs) I don't know, like manifest your dream life in 21 days. And that to me from who I've become just feels dead. Like, it doesn't feel like anything to me, as you said, with you know what you created. But that aliveness and that connection to self and life and your purpose and your work and, and how you feel in this moment, to me, that's tangible. And that's something I can tune into. And from there, when I'm just being who I am and doing what I love and listening to my soul, the universe just matches me. So I feel like it's so interesting because I think so many people, my past self-included, really afraid to move beyond maybe some of those kind of perspectives around the physical world or manifestation or practices, because they feel like they'll just float away. Like it's like, oh, if I don't attach or try to make something happen. But I'd love to kind of hear your thoughts around, you know, the relationship between who you became that was able to create those things and who you're becoming now to step into your next level to create from this really grounded you know, healthy place of like me and my body and my well being comes first, and everything else is a byproduct of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So good. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> it's so interesting, right? It, it, it's, it's fascinating to me because, you know, a lot of the manifestation rhetoric out there is that like manifest your dream life and look, look at all the things that I've manifested and you can too if you buy my program kind of vibe. And like, I think there's a time and a place to be expansive and to show what's possible. And I think that that's amazing and we need expanders. Right. And at the same time, it's like, what's the point? Like, why, why are we getting all of this stuff? Because we think that we're going to feel a certain way when we arrive there. And for me, I didn't feel any different. I actually was a bit more stressed out, a bit (laughs) worried. And like the shiny object syndrome goes away and then the bar keeps moving. Yep. And so I would get the thing and then suddenly that didn't seem like enough anymore. And then I wanted the next thing and then the next thing. And then, you know, and there's always something to compare to. There's always going to, like, if you feel not enough now in this moment, you feel like you don't have enough now in this moment, then at the next moment in the next achievement in the next thing, you're still going to feel not enough and like you don't have enough because the bar is always moving and you're always going to have something to compare to that is not, that, that yours didn't measure up to, right? Like there's always the yeah. next level. It's like if we're constantly chasing the next level, we're missing the level now in the moment. Mm-hmm. And we're missing actually being able to be in the receptive and receiving mode of the divinity that exists right in the here and now. Yeah, And you hear that in a lot of these teachings or if anybody listens to like Abraham Hicks, like getting into the receptive mode, getting into like, get, be in the energy of receiving. And it's like, I think a lot of people don't even really Understand what, what you mean. mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I certainly didn't. Yeah. And what I realized, and this is like a recent breakthrough. Like I was at a retreat this last weekend, and even now I'm still like having this formulate in my mind. But realizing like I'm I was sitting in the middle of my blessings, even now, I'm sitting in the middle of my blessings. I'm sitting in the middle of the, the dream house and the dream relationship and these things that I wanted. And then and yet my frequency would still be calibrated to things that i didn't have or the things that i was worried that were going to fail or or and and it's an active practice to like shift back into like look at all the things that are around me now mm. like look like can i fully receive that in this moment and if regardless of where you are in your life if you have the v- stuff that you want or you're just starting out like I promise you for sitting here pressing play on this podcast, you have such an abundant life and we miss it in the pursuit of more. Mm. And so I think who I was, I don't even think I answered your question, but
0: (laughs) I don't even care. I love what you're saying.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Feel free, like feel. feel free to say whatever you
0: feel free to just okay. answer with whatever you
1: <laughs> just like whatever wants to come through right now. I was like, I love it. I'm into it. Um, But yeah, like who, who I was before I was in the constant pursuit of more. And this is something that I still have to check myself in now. Like this is an active practice. This isn't it in some, something that I woke up to and was like, oh, now I'm like great in the present moment and in the here and now, and I can fully receive it. It's like, that's not at least how it's worked for me. <laughs> I. I you know, like I think as human beings, like our our brains are wired to look at negative. Our brains mm-hmm. are wired to look at where there isn't enough and safety and all these things. And and for me, it's been an active rewiring and repatterning and, and recreating safety in the body, in the here and now, and presence yes. in the body. And it is every day for me of me coming too. back, yeah, coming back into that. And so, I think there's also misconceptions of like just surrender and like. <laughs> Oh, and like that. It's like, no, this is an active practice of coming back and being in the present moment, being in the body and allowing yourself to receive all the blessings that you have by acknowledging them
0: mm.
1: and feeling them. Like you were in the middle of the blessing right now that you wanted five years ago.
0: Mm. Ah, oh, so good. My arm hairs were were doing their thing again. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> you know what's interesting is when I first started. Like I always call it like when I first started tapping into money, quote unquote, because I mean I've been in receivership with money my whole life. But really, when I was intentional with my energy, so so basically a handful of years ago, I woke up one day and was like, what would it feel like to make twenty thousand dollar months? having never made more than $2,000. And in 10 days I made it and was like, oh, I'm leaving my job at Google because (laughs) I just made what you would have paid me in a handful of months in 10 days. And I understand energy now, like truly. And it kept growing and compounding. And I will never forget what my energy healer asked me. He said, what do you think is, is the reason this has been happening? And I said, oh, I know what it is. Because I stopped needing things to feel a certain way and started learning how to generate the energy of how I wanted to feel regardless And I kept doing the things even if I didn't have the result. And I started realizing that, you know, this isn't a new concept. I saw it on one of my Yogi tea things the other day. But it's like it was so true that it's not about uh, striving for more. Although, of course, I do desire to expand. But it's like receiving the energy of this moment. Like for me, I realized, oh my gosh, everything kept growing and expanding, not because I was visualizing or strategizing or wanting anything. For me, it wasn't even thinking about what was already here as like this physical thing, but just the frequency of everything is here in this moment, meaning nothing is missing. And so I kind of realized for me that I'm like, there's really only two frequencies in life. Everything is here or something is missing. And we're either tuned into the fullness of this moment and receiving the well-being and the ease in our body, or we're tripping balls in our mind and in our ego thinking something's wrong, something's not working, something should be here. I don't feel safe. I don't feel good. And I'm personally so grateful that I went on that journey to realize like nothing out there was ever going to give that to me because- it, it actually inspired me now to want to create more and to be the person who can build something huge because my sense of self is no longer entangled in the things. I'm just like, yeah, I still want to create more money and I want to build uh, a, a, my business to new levels and I want to expand and and build a legacy. But it's not because I don't feel good within this moment. And I think some other moment is is going to do that. And so I think, you know, what you were saying about this relationship with self and your own energy and your own body is so important because so few people, you know, my past self included, even know what it's like to live in the body. Yeah. The very first time I did a meditation to be in the body, I, I kid you not, my whole body started vibrating and buzzing and me being the absolute alien that I am. My first thought was, oh my God, I'm going to levitate out of this place. Like I'm going home. I had no
1: idea. I <laughs> I had no, to my core,
0: <laughs> I had no idea what was happening. It was so strange, and now I'm just like, oh, you just never lived in your body to feel that there's this inner, inner uh, this inner energetic field that exists. So I'd love to hear more about, you know, some of the things that you practice and your connection with your body to stay in this full frequency of true self, to still be able to create in the world while also fully receiving all that's now in here
1: mm such a good question and I love all of this because I'm just like yes a big yes oh what are some of the things that I do so right now this is one of them <laughs> so slowing down and breathing and getting quiet enough to listen and noticing the sensations in my body rather than the go-go go all the time and trying to bulldoze over the things like actually slowing down and for me, slowing down is about sensation and noticing the sensation and noticing what is there and what is alive, right? So sensation for me, like the ultimate point of all of this is the experience of being alive. And what is the experience of being alive? It's the experience of being able to feel the full spectrum and range of emotion and human existence, because that is why we're here. Mm. So yes, can I tap into joy and play and abundance, all these things? Absolutely. But, and, and also everything is duality because that's the point of being in the human experience. So if I can tap into joy and play and abundance, can I also feel all of the things that I, I have historically not wanted to feel that are in pain, the, the depth, the shame, the guilt, like, can I feel and experience all of it And can I be in an attitude of approval for for all of it? And can Mm. I hold it in my field and in my body and in my being? And when I feel the sticky density and energy come up, can I actually open to the feeling and the discomfort and the stickiness and notice where it exists in my body? And can I breathe into it? And can I open into it? And can I let it dissipate and release and be filled with the frequency of who I really am? Mm. So for me, the practice is this is like an everyday, everyday thing. Um, Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. When I first met my partner, it's like, what are you doing? And now he's so here for like whenever I feel like stickiness, I have like a spiritual room in my house and I will go into that room and I will literally move my body, move the energy. The way that we move energy is through the primordial language, which is breath movement and sound. And so can I sound it out? Can I breathe it out? Can I move it out? Can I, and, and as I move stickier emotions, then can I repattern with the feelings of joy and expansiveness? And can I tap into the energy of money? And can I tap into the abundance that exists in the here and now? And it literally looks like, I look like a wild primal woman inside of my spiritual room doing these, <laughs> these practices um, of, of literally intuitively just feeling into what is there. Mm-hmm. And allowing it and, and opening to the feeling of being
0: alive. Ah, uh, Yes, you, we were just speaking the same soul language. And I have to laugh because I am working on a master class and I was walking through my own process and it's very similar. I'm like the feeling it, the yes frequency, allowing it, exploring it. And I feel like that was a big shift for me too because – um I always resisted those things. Like those are negative thoughts and and negative emotions. And then I started realizing like that's all made up. (laughs) It's just energy. And if you don't allow yourself to feel it and honor it, then you're going to create your reality from it unconsciously. And that's when it becomes quote unquote. I mean, nothing's ever really a problem, but like up quote unquote problem because you're reacting to what's not been felt and processed and it's not that that there's anything wrong with that energy it's just you haven't taken the time to just like feeling vulnerable right now there's fear within my system there's anxiety within my body like let me like hold myself to be with it and you know i i had talked about this for such a long time but only in the past few months did i really have a massive breakthrough where i realized you know, don't just try to transcend it so you can get back to your true self. Like this is part of your true self. Sit with it. Like there's a part of, you know, as an example, like I had so many experiences in my business when I felt vulnerable in launches, when things weren't selling the way I wanted, or I wasn't getting the external feedback. And I used to be like, oh, this is so annoying. It's coming up. And then I really was like, sit with it like be with this what does it feel like to feel disappointed and hurt and vulnerable and it's beautiful that it's there and the sitting with it with the, the density as you said and the honoring it it was such a more beautiful path for me and so much more expansive because it felt like i was respecting it like i totally hear you human i i'm with you i i'm full yes for this and you know let me allow this to move through me because I don't want to live here. It's okay that it comes up. I'm going to feel it. I'm going to honor it. I'm going to respect the hell out of it. And then I'm going to shake myself off and like, okay, back to you know the, the fullest expression of me that can walk with this. Because I think a lot of times in the manifestation world, there are conversations about you know, I like the essence of Abraham Hicks, but I have, a, I have a little qualm with them. I really don't like how they're talking about like positive, happy, happy all the time. And if you're not happy, you can't. And I'm just like, I don't believe that. Like I, when my mom died. I was still getting jobs. I was still receiving money. Things were still coming in because it's who you're being that creates your reality. So you can have human emotions, but can we not allow them to, you know, take over our perspective and our actions on a daily basis where then that's our identity. And so I think being able to sit with the things and to honor them and to have a process to allow them to move through and then coming back to self, not only is it the most you know beautiful thing to your point to feel all of the experiences, but then you're not afraid of these things. Like I remember I used to be terrified to have feelings. I go to do something in my business and I'd be like, no, those thoughts will not come up. I will not feel these things. (laughs) And I realize now that I'm like, you know, something that I say is like, let them in for tea, but don't let them stay for dinner. Like when someone's at your house and the times you're kind of like, all right, that's so good to see you. I'll see you again soon. I got to go. You know, you need to have boundaries with yourself. But I, I find that we don't really we take that middle path because most of us are either like I am avoiding them completely or I'm drowning in them and I think being able to find that balance is what allows you to be in alignment with your true self and then what you create is so much more expansive because you're not resisting these things or afraid of them and you're not you know seeking your sense of self it's just energy moving through yeah
1: yeah, totally. Oh my gosh, you took you hit on so many things there that I could just take in so many different directions because you were, were exactly speaking the same language. And <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think there is something that I saw. I swear, I think I saw it on Instagram, and I loved it. And it it was a post that somebody said, "Overthinking is underfeeling." so Mm -hmm. if you let the thoughts and you let yourself go down you get if you notice that you get consumed and taken out by your emotions all the time you're actually in your head and you're not feeling the emotion Mm -hmm. it's taking you out right and and also if you're doing the flip side of I'm going to push that away I'm not going to allow that in you're still not actually opening to the feeling and opening to the sensation inside Mm -hmm. of the body because emotions are energy and motion that need to move through and process otherwise they're going to get stuck and what I heard you say too is like finding the compassion for the human uh part that is feeling the thing and and really bringing in a lot of like the parts work side of things of like that part there's just a part of you that's feeling fear shame not enoughness like whatever the the feeling is that's underneath like it, it's it's a part, and it's typically a younger part, and it's a part that got that triggered in childhood that was, it, it's all an invitation to uh, process through to more wholeness. And mm. what I've found is if I allow myself the space to actually feel the thing, not think about the thing and ruminate about the thing, but <laughs> yeah, very feel different. the thing inside of my body, right? It won't end up staying for dinner.
0: It will not. It's like I got plans. I'm out, and you're like, "Oh,
1: okay." <laughs> yeah, you can let it go, and it's been massive in my life to be able to actually have that, the practice of of feeling it, and to allow myself to open to it. Because I used to have a lot of resistance to looking like a wild woman doing this, and now I'm realizing like <laughs> it is so the key, the ticket to to freedom. Ultimately,
0: you know, I think that. I've also realized the connection between like what I'm able to create and manifest directly relates to my ability to hold sensation for many reasons. But the two I feel called to say is one, because if you're here to do big shit in the world, like, I'm sorry, did you think every single moment was going to be sunshine and rainbows? Like most of it is and can be. And I truly believe that most things get to be light and fun and easy, but there are challenges Like, you're here to build an empire, lead a movement, and leave a legacy. Like, that's a high frequency. You've got to be able to handle people posting about you on Reddit, people messaging you and saying that you're ugly, people saying that your program sucked and they want a refund, like, whatever it is. (laughs) And you've got to be able to walk with that for the bigness of who you're becoming and what you're here to do. And also... I've had so many experiences in my life where when I finally just allowed myself to feel the sensation, it's like my body opened up and then my space after that was clear. And then it was like, oh, thing popping in, thing popping in, thing popping in. And one of my friends said to me, Christina, I think your gift is having um, meltdowns. She said, when you really allow yourself to have a little meltdown, like a pity party just for a true, you know, I don't know how long it takes, 30 seconds, 90 seconds, a few minutes, 10 minutes, whatever. Then you come out and you're like, here I am. And then it's like, ding, 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 because you're clear again. And I feel like, you know, of course, we're not doing this work to manifest things. But I think so many people, my past self included, get caught in that process where we're not actually honoring and sitting with it and allowing it to move. We're like, I'm feeling my feelings. And it's like, no, you're getting caught in the story and suffering. And that's a very different thing because I've also hung out that space too, where you're just like, I'm just, uh, I'm allowing my feelings to be. And it's like, but that's not what that is. That's living in them. That's staying stuck in them. That's drowning in them. That's creating a false sense of self from an emotion in your body. And then that's creating your reality. And so I think being able to process it and sit with it and then like open up, you're like, oh, here I am again. Because, you know, it's sort of like... I don't know who said this. It's a very generic quote on the internet, but it's like, am I going to cry or am I going to boss up? I'm going to do both. Mm -hmm. It's sort of that feeling where it's like, yeah, sometimes you need to allow the emotion to fully express itself. And then that's when you're able to be like, okay, I'm back into the fullness of who I am from not avoiding this thing, but working with the energy, like yes to this pain, yes to this thought, yes to this feeling, yes, yes, yes. And then like to your point, it's like, oh, okay, here I am again. And there's just such magic when you can walk with both. Because again, you don't have to be afraid of these things. You're like, they're here to open me. And I want to be open to become more. And that is, from my perspective, like a huge part of what allows you to expand your capacity to receive more. Because I kind of think of it like a shower head. It's like when there's all this gunk in your shower head, there's like very limited water that can come through. But when the holes are just open, you're just like, you know what I mean? You're having like a, (laughs) like an herbal essence commercial kind of in your shower situation because there's, there's just no limitation. And so we often think, I think that if I really allow myself to feel these things, I'm going to be disconnected from my highest self. My highest self doesn't have negative emotions. And it's like, no, your highest self holds all of it. And then you're able to open up to be more and receive more from being able to do that.
1: Yeah. And your highest self has approval for all of it. Yes. Yeah. Full approval, full permission, full um, sees all of it as divine. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Yeah such an important piece of this too, of like everything, if everything is actually perfect and everything is perfect in this moment and everything is serving you and happening for you, how can you open to the truth of that as well?
0: Mm. <laughs> I'm just like, everything you're saying, it's just like hitting all my spots. Yeah. It, it's like, I think again, it's sort of like a lot of people like the idea of their perfection of things. And whenever I say anything, of course I'm experiencing referencing my own experiences in the past too. Never like, I was never there, you small little human who has ridiculous ideas. But it's like, we're like, okay, everything's perfect, but I also feel like shit. And so it's like, so then you're not actually in receivership of the isness of this moment. You're caught in your story. And I found that whenever I just drop my story of how I think things should be, what should have happened, where I should be, what shouldn't have happened, and I just sit with it There's this like joy in who I'm becoming because I'm I don't need everything to be a certain way to feel how I wanna feel. And that's self-sourcing. That's I am the love, the peace, and the joy, and I can feel how I want to feel no matter what's happening in the moment. And then there is this energetic. Uh, like connection to the perfection of all things instead of just this idea that's like, okay, everything's happening for my good. But then, you know, the mental emotional patterns we have going on is like, not this though, not that. I don't like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. And and the last thing I'll kind of add to to this is is not waiting for the circumstance to be different in order to be able to be connected to the feeling and connected to the receivership and to connect it to the isness right like I love what you said about dropping the story mm. like, actually nothing has to be different in order for you to feel different nothing has to be different in order for you to feel acceptance and divinity in this moment and and feel the perfection of the moment like can we can we tap into like opening ourselves to what is and feeling the perfection of that before we have the circumstances that we want to have in our outward reality.
0: Mm, yes. Yeah. It really, it feels, it's an interesting, hmm, my brain's trying to say like seven things on this. It's an interesting thing because I think initially we want to be like, yeah, I'd love to feel how I want to feel no matter what. But the ego's like, um, I have a problem with that. That feels like losing to me. I don't want to feel good no matter what. I want the guy. I want the money. I want the house. I want the success, (laughs) whatever it is. And I've just found that, you know, even though it does feel a little uncomfortable because it feels like you're not fully participating and, and going after things just from that egoic perspective, that you're actually in alignment with your highest self and what you're creating when you are in your fullness. But it can feel uncomfortable to feel whole within yourself because, you know, I won't speak for everybody on the planet, but I'm sure a lot of people have had this experience. So much of my life was chasing things. It was once I get over there, I'm going to feel this way. And then, you know, as we said earlier, I'd get there and be like, oh, okay, so it wasn't in grades. I guess it's going to be captain of the team. Nope. All right, maybe men. Hmm. Huh. Okay, maybe a different guy. Okay, it's not that. It's money. Hmm. More money. Success. No, 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 more success. And finally, I was like, fine. I surrender. It's not out there. It's in me, you know? And I had to go through that process of grieving because there was a part of me that was like, I wanted to win. I wanted to feel like I got the thing I wanted for so long. And that meant that I was good enough because I earned it. I got the guy who didn't want to be in a relationship. I, you know, whatever. I was able to blah, 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 blah. And so I think it's this recoding of, I get to feel good within myself and that is winning. And on top of that, and the physical meets you from that place, but I think there's like a journey to getting there that I think isn't something a lot of people openly talk about. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, it's so good. It is, it's such a journey. And yeah, I just think that people think that when I get there, then I'm going to find the thing and then I'm going to have the feeling. And it's just, that's just not, It and I I get it because in the age of social media and the age of constant comparison and and instant gratification and having all of this information at our fingertips and it can be really easy to scroll and look at all the other things and have this insatiable um Mm. to fill this void even if we don't consciously know that that's what it is and that's what we're doing right especially even in like being in this work, like I, I even had a shadow of like purpose of like, who am I when I'm not in my purpose, when I'm not facilitating breakthroughs for other people, who am I when I'm not um, serving and supporting in this way? And where is that a shadow? Because then I'm actually outsourcing um, my wholeness and my truth to like the, the meaning that I'm giving to me, like having this following or having, helping people in a certain way. And Mm. yeah, there's just this, this idea that yeah, when I get there, then I'm gonna find the thing and then I'm gonna feel better. And false news. It's yeah, Thank it's you. just not true. And and that's why I don't love all of the advertising of like manifest your dream life and get all the stuff. Yes, do it. And what place are we doing that from? And are we feeling connected and alive and grounded? And are we doing it with integrity? And then are we in communion with our own souls and in mm. That doesn't sell as much, right? Like that's not your biggest headline, but it's actually the truth of all of it.
0: Yeah. You know, you know, it's really funny that you said that because um, so I burned down my whole seven figure business and all of my programs to do one main program, which is called Becoming a Conscious Creator. And it's basically everything we're talking about now but it's like rising into the version of yourself that you desire to be and the impact influence and income is the byproduct of who you become and i was so nervous when i first created it because i was like this isn't quantum prosperity how i quantum leap from 20k months to 100k months in two months this isn't the art of alignment and manifest whatever but this is the truth of my work and this is what changed my whole reality and I was like, I don't know if people are going to get it. I don't know if it's going to be whatever. This is the most amount of people I've had in a program. But also, and more importantly, uh, my team sends me messages every single day of people telling me how deeply it's changing their life. And I can feel it because I went into the space of creating it where I was like, I'm not going to market this from the outside in. My work is inside out. My work is you become this version of yourself. And as a byproduct, my work is you awaken and expand and evolve and grow. And this happens out there as the juicy, you know, bonus, the cherry on top. And I realized through this, though, that so many more people are ready than I thought. But also I was just like, I am so unwilling to not speak about it in this truth, because I know there are so many people who are in the situation that we're talking about where it's like, you know, for me, I I was like, well, I still want to create things in the world just because it's not going to fulfill me doesn't mean I want to just be like, all right, I'm just going to be broke forever and live in a box and not do anything. But I didn't want to be attached. And so I think there are so many people who are like, I don't want to put the physical world on the pedestal. I want to be happy. I want to be alive. I want to feel on purpose and abundant and free within myself. And how cool is it that when I infuse this energy and level of consciousness and state of being into my work, my relationships, my business, money, whatever, those things expand as a result. And so I think it's just a really beautiful testament that, you know, those people are ready. And I think that you know, the conversations that we're having here, they're never gonna really attract people who do want to just <laughs> laughing at these, manifest their dream life in 21 days because that's not that's not what we're here for and that's not what we're putting out. And so I think that there are so many people who, even though it's not the norm, are like, mm, I don't just want to trip to Bali and millions of dollars. I wanna feel this way first. And that comes and it's just like extra, you know? And I I think that this is not necessarily a new conversation, but to really be embodied in yourself and to be grounded in your nervous system and connected to the moment where you actually can be like, I'm good. And I still want to create because it's fun because I'm here and I'm alive on this planet. I've got a human body and I can turn energy into form. How cool, but I don't need it to feel good, safe, happy, and free. And That's actually what, from my perspective, allows the physical to expand so much more magically and bigger and naturally. And it's just not something you focus on and obsess on. It's just kind of like a thing that you do in your life, but you're already good and whole. So I just, I love this whole conversation. It's just like lighting up my soul. (laughs) Yeah,
1: so good. And I love that. And I love that. I think you following what felt true for the, the conscious creators, like that, is just such a Testament to like when you surrender into actually what wants to come through you and through the divine, right. It's, it's such a Testament that other people will receive it when they're ready for it. And I do think this is a conversation that so many people are ready for and do desire and want. And I do see it shifting inside of our industry and, mm. uh, yeah. And leveling up in the consciousness. And uh, so many different people are having this kind of conversation. And I think it's it's nuanced and it's deeper. And, and I think just so many people realize that they got the stuff and it wasn't the key or the ticket to what they were really looking for.
0: It's the greatest gift, honestly, <laughs> to realize like, oh, it must be something else. And, and again, that you can still play with the world and create things and, and turn things into physical form. It's fun. It's like building, you know, sandcastles in the sky as a co-creating your own existence. But the purpose of your existence isn't to get something. It's to live and be here. And, you know, I am a big lover of the present moment and having experienced so many deaths around me in my life have really been just so aware of the fact that, like, it ends at any second, all of it. It's not just one day down the line when you're 70 years old. It could be today it could be in 5 minutes and it's it's just a thing that most people are like ooh i don't want to talk about it but for me it the fact that death is real like helps me be more alive cuz i'm just like let me really live if anything could happen at any moment and my entire existence could turn to dust in a second and not only could it but it will and i just don't know when like, let me eat this strawberry. Let me like really be here for it. Like, oh, there's like juice on my face. Oh, it's on my white shirt. Oh my God, I love it. It's like I got this cute little stain now. Like, ooh, the sun on my skin. And I think that tapping into that frequency of receiving this here and now is the thing that we're all looking for. And then again, it's like the, the other stuff comes and it compounds on top of it. And it's sort of like, I'm already full and good, but yeah, I'd love a free dessert. <laughs>
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I I know you mentioned that your mom had passed and my father has passed. And I think when, at least for me in my experience, my, my father passed in like a super sudden way Mm -hmm. and in a, in like a freak accident. Right. So it literally was the experience of what you're talking about. of like one day, everything was this way. And then one day I woke up and it was completely different. And I was 16 at the time and, and now looking back, I think it's, it's that day, that moment completely reoriented my entire life and, um, my whole being and, and I've been unraveling it now for 13 years (laughs) and it's, Mm -hmm. and it is, I think, and I don't want to speak for you. So tell me if this lands for you, but I think for me, when you've touched death that intimately and that closely, specifically with a, a family member, like a parent, like so that you're really close to, it lands differently now because it's not something that happens to other people. It's not some, loss isn't something that, you know, you see other people go through, but it doesn't really feel like it could happen to you. Like for me, the preciousness of life and the truth in what you were saying around it literally could all vanish at, every, at any moment. And that the reality of that is so real because I've actually experienced it firsthand. Other than obviously myself, mm. right? Yeah. So closely, <laughs> yeah. like I've gotten as close to death as you possibly could get without dying myself. Yeah. And there's a reorientation and a gift that happens in that because of the realization that it's actually so impermanent.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely had that experience too. My mom, she had cancer, but she like didn't tell us about it. We kind of like knew she smoked her whole life. And then so it happened very quickly. I was actually on my way out of town and a psychic at a bookstore where I was like waiting for my boss's sandwich like next door came up to me and said, um, are you going out of town? And I was like, yeah, why? And she was like, your mom's going to die. You should stay. And I was like, What? She was getting surgery and she didn't make it out. And she did. She died the next day.
1: Oh, I just got full body chills. Right?
0: I was like, oh. I call I actually called that bookstore a couple months ago to see if she was still there. <laughs> She's not. But um, yeah, and it was a kind of thing like seeing my mom there, her arm hair blowing in the air conditioning of the hospital. And we got her like her favorite food. She didn't eat it. But it was this very mo- surreal moment of like, yeah, it, it's real and it ends and it changes you. And I think that you know, that's something to me that it is a gift because we get so caught in our freaking mind about like chasing and wanting and obsessing and all this stuff. And again, it's like you get to create here. You can, you can experience and receive it all. But like, let's not forget the sacredness that's just the only moment that you have, which is now. Like let's not take for granted the water when it goes into your throat, how cold it is, how good it feels, the chapstick on your lips, the warmth of your partner watching Harry Potter, speaking from personal experiences. Like this is the thing that you actually want. And I think when we're disconnected from our body and we forget that to your point, it's like you've got all this magic around you and in and inside of you and you're just like this hungry, hungry hippo that just wants more without actually receiving the gift that's already been given, which is this energy of your true self and this moment and its fullness now. Yeah.
1: Oh, I love it so much. So much goodness. And it's just always coming back to the present moment and surrendering and trusting that it's all unfolding perfectly and and receiving. Yeah. Receiving the moment, the bigness of the moment, because it is like, you really notice everything moment to moment is like the biggest moment of your life.
0: Right. It's the only moment too. And we're always like thinking about some other moment. And then the present moment's like, hi, <laughs> this is where life is happening. You could love it now.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. And, and always bringing it back to like, this is such a practice. This is mm-hmm. actually something that's oh, like yeah. right now in my life so much. Yep. This, I get worked by this. I swear every time, like before I release a new program or before I'm about to do something big or up level, I get worked by the very work that I'm about to teach. Oh, same. Every time. Like it's, every time
0: <laughs> the universe is like, you're going to teach yeah. on this. We're giving you the codes in real time. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, exactly. And and are you going to be in mastery of it? And are you going to actually and how are you going to apply it? And, and what is that going to look like? And so I just always want to bring it back to that, too, of anybody listening that like this is such a practice over and over and over again.
0: Yeah. To me, it's, it is, it's a moment to moment practice of being awake within the dream. And, you know, I I do think it gets simpler the more that you're committed to living an awakened life and living in truth. But, you know, there are so many opportunities, (laughs) I'm smiling, when I'm saying this. opportunities for growth and expansion that life is going to throw your way, you know, like, you said you wanted to be empowered and aligned and connected to true self. Okay, cool. Like, what about in this situation? And so I think, you know, something that I practice is letting everything that happens in life be an invitation to my highest self. Like every single moment is an opportunity for me to meet the moment how I want to meet it. And to me, that's what's changed my entire life. Not trying to manifest specific things, not reprogramming my mind, not going back to what happened in 1997, but just like, how do I want to show up? How do I want to move? Who do I want to be in this moment? The only moment I have, how am I interacting with life? And especially when it feels like, you know, there's contraction, there's closures, there's resistance. And then I'm like, Ooh, opportunity to melt and release and come back to self. And I think that that's just a really beautiful portal. Cause again, we're so used to like, I'll feel good when but not good if this happens. And really, it's like, you get to be grateful for all of it. You get to be alive throughout the whole experience. You know, my obviously, my mom dying was an incredibly painful experience. But it was also a beautiful experience because I met parts of myself that I hadn't met before. And I became, you know, I I had so much pain that softened like as we were there. And as she was dying, I'm like saying to her, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for literally everything. Do you forgive me? Do you forgive me? She's like, I forgive you. Do you forgive me? We're not even talking about specific things here. Just this general overarching theme of humanity. And you realize as someone's leaving, like, it's not that serious. Like, live and enjoy and experience and and be open to it and receive it and grow and learn and evolve and play with it. But like, you know, can you Surrender before you die, and actually live in this oneness with life while you're playing with the world, while you're creating with the world.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm like, (laughs) I needed to hear that right now. I needed to receive that right now. It's so beautifully said and articulated. Thank you.
0: You're so welcome. Well, before we close out here, is there anything that you'd like to say to everyone listening? Maybe on. I don't know, anything that they could bring into their day to start stepping into deeper levels of embodiment with self or anything that could help them on their journey to start being more in their own energy, and their own body as they do and pursue and create things.
1: Mm, Yeah. Let me feel into that for a moment.
0: Mm, Take your time.
1: So we've been talking about creating this as a practice and intentionally tapping into this energy. So I would say every morning when you wake up in the morning, can you tap into the energy of the abundance that exists right in the here and now in this moment? And can you acknowledge it and can you open to it and open to receiving exactly the blessing that you're already in? And for me, it's been such a practice in the morning of tapping into that energy, tapping into like the frequency of wholeness that I am and tapping into all the gratitude that I have for myself and tapping into the, yeah, the the energy of surrender and opening to the sensation that's alive and opening to the erotic aliveness that exists in all things. And can I feel into that? And can I feel into the pulse of life and the mm. heart of life? And yeah, I think like opening to that as a practice every single morning of like feeling into that frequency even if you only do it for two, three minutes. If you can move your body while you do it or get into your breath while you do it, amazing. (laughs) And it will totally change your life if you do that for a few minutes every morning.
0: Mm. I love that. So where can people find you? What do you have going on right now? Are you promoting anything, selling anything, teaching anything? Like what's the best place to get into your vibes?
1: Yes. Well, come hang out with me on all platforms at Rachel Gibbler, which I'm sure you'll put in the show notes. And also we just launched um season two of my podcast it's fucking spiritual so you can find that on spotify apple all the things and uh if you go listen there i talk a lot more about this kind of stuff um and i'm hosting a free three-day nervous system workshop march 5th to 7th so we're in the promotional period for that now we're about a month out depending on when this obviously goes live um so if people are interested in joining me for that um it's called regulate so it'll be
0: really (laughs) cool
1: beautiful and, and go with the theme of everything that we just spoke on. So definitely come check it out.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so happy we got to do this. And this conversation just went in so many beautiful directions. And I love that the themes stayed connected. And also it was just more expansive than the few things I think I thought we were going to talk about. So I love it. And I'm so grateful for you taking your time and being here. And yeah. So thank thank you, so you for having me. All right, loves, and that concludes today's episode. If you loved what you heard here, if you had some breakthroughs, some deepening, some aha moments, I would absolutely love to hear what those were by tagging me at Christina LaCarrie on Instagram, or you can leave a review here on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me to really get an idea of what's landing, what you want to hear more of, what you want to go deeper in to serve you at the highest capacity. I love you so much. Thank you again for being here and I will talk to you in the next episode.